0: Welcome to the first episode of Spicing Things Up. I am your host, Jacob Benson. Here joining me is Brennan Merkel. How are you doing today, Brennan?
1: I am doing great today, Jacob. It's a cold day here in Naperville, Illinois, but, you know, staying warm, keeping keeping cozy. How about you?
0: I'm good. You know, just grinding through Tuesdays. You love to see it. Uh, So welcome to our show. Basically, the rundown is just going to be... So to start with the sports segment and then we'll uh you know switch to kind of just what's going on in the world today. And then usually we'll switch to another segment just to kind of loosen things up. It's just gonna be chill guys, passing vibe checks 24-7. So without <laughs> further ado, vibes. let's get down to business. Brendan, what do you think of uh, Monday night's football game with the uh Ravens against the Browns there, my
1: guy? Oh my gosh, that was honestly one of the best games I think I've watched all year.
0: Do You think so? Just a
1: just a back and forth battle, I mean. Two division rivals, the Browns, who, you know, they haven't been a sweet team since who's to say when. And they're finally, what are they, nine and four right now? Yeah. So I, I came into that game, honestly, with zero clue who was going to come out as the winner. Week one, you had the Ravens just absolutely smack them. I think it was like blown out. What was it, a 30 point loss? Uh,
0: I believe it was 36 to seven.
1: Yeah, so I, that, I, I was like there's no way that happens again, right? But yeah, I was not prepared for the kind of crazy back and forth shootout that we got to see.
0: Yeah, you know, in the NFL, you can't really um have both teams win, but I would say just from watching that, that was that was a score match right there. So I would definitely say both teams kind of came out with their own dub. Lamar Jackson with the poop and then just throwing the touchdown as soon as he comes right back out. <laughs> well, I mean, how do you even come up with like a cramp like What kind of cramp do you think he was having? Like, you just tell your coach, John Harbaugh's just like, all right, yeah, make it quick. We're going to need you in our third string, gets injured again.
1: I have seen firsthand what the Chipotle for lunch, wing stop for dinner run has looked like. And that's, I'm telling you right now, Lamar Jackson, those are not cramps. That dude was about to blow.
0: He's not even a throwing quarterback, too. Just what the funny thing about that was. I was cracking up thinking about it. Actually, was like, as soon as he came back out, he threw that bomb touchdown like like right off the bench. Remember that movie, and the other guys in there in that scene where the uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Samuel Jackson just jump off the roof and then like at the funeral, Terry's like wasn't even awning, just jumped twenty stories. And then I'm just looking at I'm like Lamar Jackson, man, this guy just pooped and just threw a touchdown. Like, he's not even a throwing quarterback. Like it was just like, making that correlation was just ridiculous in my head. And well, then uh, it was just.
1: Cherry on top to the whole situation it was honestly hilarious Trace McSorley gets in for three plays doesn't do anything and you're like fourth and six then you see Lamar jogging back on the sideline I thought I was laughing for 10 minutes after that happened he threw, threw touchdown his first play back honestly you can't write it up much better than that
0: and yeah and I know it's not like a entirely defensive game but let's you know Miles Garrett potential defensive player of the year um you know, you see he plays a lot better when he plays with his hands rather than with his helmet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So He
1: was kind of bottled up, though. He, uh, they had some of those uh, other guys kind of stepping up on that defensive line. No, I day. agree.
0: I agree. Like, when you have both of those quarterbacks, defense is kind of all you have at that point. Because either way, it's just going to be a shootout. Baker Mayfield's playing his ass off this year, and it's starting to show. I don't know what his deal's been. I mean, you look at Colin Coward just like, you know, bringing him on the show just to kind of like talk smack in his face. And uh he kind of deserved it at first. I mean, yeah, you could blame the coaches or whatever, but like Baker Mayfield is definitely stepping up this year.
1: Baker has definitely got that competitive edge over many quarterbacks. So Oh yeah. and uh all
0: oh. right RIP to all the uh all the Vegas betters that took the uh took the Browns oh plus my three. God.
1: What yeah. a bad beat. Last second safety. One of my one of my good friends lost some money on that, so I won't uh, won't talk too long about that one. But that's an an awful end to the game for a lot of bettors.
0: Up to that point, I was just like, so I was watching the game with friends, and I had no clue how Vegas is able to come up with those kind of odds and have it almost exactly. Like remember that Michigan State basketball game earlier this year? They had Michigan State minus ten. They had like a, like what twenty plus lead going in a half, and then at the very end. Um, I can't remember who they were playing, but they came back and the score was, like, within 10 points. And I was like, how the hell do you predict Vegas had it spot on. Yeah, dude, like, Rain Man's definitely working in Las Vegas right now for casinos. <laughs> uh, so, and then, uh, oh, yeah, I guess another highlight from the weekend. So, uh, Florida players are in trouble right now, especially a very young Marco Wilson, who uh, decided to throw Cole Taylor's shoe across the field. Uh, can't do that. But uh, that actually looking at that, that just reminded me of when George W. Bush was giving that speech and just the shoe just thrown at him out of nowhere. And he like just goes and points at the guy. And then, um, you (laughs) know, thinking about that also, was Marco Wilson like, is there any record that he wasn't at that speech? Like, what do you think there?
1: I don't know, dude. I'll have to take uh, some look at the the film to see maybe he was a potential suspect. Uh, It might have been him. You never know. Yeah. See, his, see some of his throwing motions. Could have been him.
0: Yeah, I think he's the college football DeMarcus Cousins now. And Why is that? I think he should – well, because, you know, he's also a, like, a shoe-throwing uh, <laughs> all-star there. So, you know, it's, it's a good title to bear across your shoulders.
1: And it's an extra skill to have.
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, I agree. So, anyway, week 15 is upon us.
1: So we got to go ahead
0: and uh, we got some spread money lines and over-unders to go through for the week. So we'll go ahead and start in order Uh, Thursday night. We got a nice uh, AFC West division game between the chargers and the Raiders. So the Raiders are minus three and a half and you are a fool to not take that. And here's why the chargers Mm -hmm. have been shooting themselves in the foot the entire season. Justin Herbert started out pretty strong, but um, you know, you just cannot compete with Derek Carr's chip on his shoulder but yeah, like the Chargers, ever since they lost to the Chiefs, it's been downhill from there.
1: Yeah, so everyone remembers when the Raiders beat the Chiefs in like week five, I think it was. Yeah. But ever since then, they what they lost to the Falcons, blowout loss, get destroyed, which disgusting, disgusting the game. Back. They almost lost to the Jets if it wasn't for that hail mary. <laughs> the defensive coach called an all-out blitz on the last play of the game so the Raiders are a very iffy team I think the the Chargers you can't really can't really bet on either of them and I they've lost plenty of games they shouldn't have and I think that's a lot due to Anthony Lynn being a horrible coach yeah no offense but um I don't know in this one I think I'm more drawn to possibly betting like the over rather than betting on either team I can root for the points like you said Justin Herbert he's probably the favorite right now to win offensive rookie of the year I think he's on pace to beat Baker Mayfield's um, passing touchdown record for a rookie quarterback
0: yeah so so the over is uh 53 right now so are we hammering that
1: I think I'm hammering it hammering over I think both of these teams are kind of hot on offense right now and neither defense is looking too great so no, I'm definitely there for the points. I don't know if I can commit to uh, either team for a win, though.
0: They're just broken shells of men right now, if you look they at are. it this way. Like, they had so ugly. much hope and promise starting out. It's just it's depressing to see those. Oh, but uh, all is not nigh, though. We have two Saturday NFL games this year. So we're starting Saturday
1: right NFL.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they're taken for the boys to a whole new level. So we got the Bills versus the Broncos Saturday at 3:30. Um so who do you think's favored in that? I'll let you guess real quick.
1: Oh, who's favored? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to guess that the Buffalo Bills are favored in that one.
0: Brennan, right, you are actually correct in that. The Bills have a uh are a minus <laughs> 7 favor right now. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just predict an entire blowout on here. Drew Locke has um, lost to the Chiefs twice this year, and I think that's destroyed his confidence as well. And um, he's just kind of had a rough season overall, in my you opinion. You know what I
1: think is going to happen? I think uh, Drew Locke is going to forget that they are playing on Saturday and <sighs> is going to go out Friday night, get hammered, blackout drunk, and you know, Fangio is going to be calling him at like 3 p.m. like, hey, dude, and, and, Denver, too. and uh Smoking's drew Locke's sh- gonna probably come onto the field still drunk and yeah they it's not gonna be pretty i just try his hardest speed? what was the spread like six and a half it's seven seven that's yeah hammer that hammer yeah, the
0: bills absolutely and it's just i'm predicting a blowout here hammer the over over under 50 you're a fool if you're not taking that line right there
1: might I add the Bills are actually tied for number one against the spread this year. So you know what I've been another... hearing?
0: I've been hearing some chirps. Oh yeah. Here's what I've been hearing. So I keep seeing, um, people are expecting a potential Bills Browns AFC championship.
1: Hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it. That's, those are two different teams that yeah. aren't the usual ones, but.
0: No, if you, <laughs> if somebody were to tell me that five years ago, I would have told them to get the hell out of my house. I would have because, thrown up
1: on their face. And I would have peeked <laughs> all over myself.
0: As if somebody ordered a filet fish from McDonald's, I just would have thrown up all over the place. Like, uh-huh. yeah, it's nobody, like, I don't know how Justin Allen has managed to turn this team around entirely. Josh. Or Josh Allen. Oh my gosh. Uh, brain I feel,
1: right. I, I feel bad for him too. He would be in that MVP race right now if it weren't for. Some other quarterbacks just absolutely playing their asses off this season.
0: Absolutely. Um but let's let's be honest here. It's probably gonna be Chiefs Bills if we're really looking at it realistically.
1: Probably. So hard to count the Chiefs out.
0: No, no, they're they already clenched the I mean they had a pretty pretty poor division here. Uh they so they've already clenched that. I think they like officially last night they got the first seed. So, I
1: believe so, yeah. I mean, they, they got that first round by locked up.
0: yeah, before Mahomes, I mean, um, that would have been kind of dangerous still, just to think about it just because they choke in the playoffs almost every year before that, but we'll just have to see this year. It's going to be a very cool. interesting playoffs because you know they added that extra team too in there. Um, so the other Saturday game game though. Might I get to my friend? The Carolina Panthers and the Green Bay Packers spread is eight and a half. And I feel horrible for the Panthers <clears> this year because they have lost – every team they have lost to this year, it has been a painfully close game. It's like reach, It's literally like raising up the cookie jar from, like, the kid that's just complaining all the time. Like, he's trying to reach up higher, higher, and they just keep moving it up. Like, they are <laughs> not getting any luck. And Aaron Rodgers, as much as everyone hates him, he is having a hell of a season.
1: Uh, speaking of MVP quarterbacks, yeah, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is what – 39 touchdowns, four interception. I think he uh, is leading the QB category or the QB rating out of the whole NFL of starting quarterbacks, at least. Don't ask me what that means because I don't know, but QB rating is important, I guess.
0: Yeah, and uh, I've already been seeing a ton of speculation on social media, like on Twitter and stuff. Um, If the Chiefs and the Packers play each other in the Super Bowl this year, you know what that's a repeat of?
1: What's that? Super Bowl one. No way.
0: Yeah, so there's already wow. just great storylines like beginning to happen already there. What year yeah. is
1: this? Is this 101 or is this 102 in NFL seasons? Uh, Can't remember if the season 100 was last year or not.
0: It's been around that long. Yeah. I should have paid more attention in sports history. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have no idea. I just know Super Bowl I because mm. – um, yeah, because we're talking – prior to the merger, right? Like the AFL-NFL merger? Yeah,
1: yeah. Super Bowl era, yeah.
0: Super Bowl one was like, what, 67, 68?
1: Yeah, Somewhere so around. it it's not the 100th season of Super Bowl era, right. but just rather 100th season. Probably like, what, NFL, 55
0: whatever. this year? Or 54? 54,
1: yeah. 54, gotcha. Well, okay. going back to that game, I think I will take the Packers. How uh, could you 8. not... 8.5 is a lot of points, but, I mean, they, they have the chance of snagging a first-round bye still in the NFC, so I think they are going to cover.
0: The fact that they haven't already is kind of shocking to me because what other team besides the Saints maybe? Like For, in the, in the, the NFC? NFC? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think I mean, they have a good chance.
0: I cannot stand the Packers. I and you know you're a Bears fan. Like we hate them with every fiber of our existence. The world would be much better off without the Green Bay Packers. But they're actually kind of giving um, me—I envy them. The reason, yeah, they're giving me a reason to like pay attention to the NFC this year. No offense, but um, yeah. So actually, speaking of uh, next game is uh, the Bears and the Vikings.
1: Bears Vikings Another, another division game. Let's go. Um, well, my, obviously I will try and put all bias aside, but my initial take of this is, you know, bears are back with Mitch Trubisky as their starter. He's at the helm of the offense and they have looked pretty good on offense these past few games, scoring like 25 and then 36 on offense, which is some of their better outings of this entire season so far. And add to the fact that their defense wasn't playing well, but last week they got Akeem Hicks back on that D line and he is a key for their defense. And when they matched up against the Vikings last time, I think Dalvin cook, I think he he might've had like 90 something yards rushing modest day on like 30 carries though. It's, it's key to have Akeem Hicks on that defensive line for the bears. And honestly, I think that the, um they both have chances to make the playoffs still and I think they are both going to be gunning for it. So I'm picking Bears money line. I don't know. I think the, the spread was line. or it spread three and a half Vikings,
0: Vikings are favored.
1: Um, I'm taking Bears.
0: Okay. But, well, um I do not mean to add insult to injury or um uh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. take don't take this the wrong way at all. I can definitely see the Bears having an eight and eight season and then uh, you hey guys they can live. make the
1: playoffs with eight and eight I think yeah so yeah yeah it's not possible
0: <laughs> but like you guys are just gonna rally behind Mitch Trubisky and Matt Nagy and even though you hate both of them so you have such a love-hate relationship with them but I feel like that's just true of most Chicagoans am I
1: wrong there no I mean at this point I know the Bears aren't giving up on their season so I'm just going to root for their success in trying to make a playoff run but yeah. If you asked me a few weeks ago what I wanted the Bears to do, I would have said probably lose out, clean shop, and take a different route next season, probably start the rebuild. But they're not doing it, and we'll see. It's probably going to end up the Bears giving Mitch an extension, something like that. And, ah, uh, I don't know. It'll yeah. be interesting. Definitely but I will take them over the Vikings.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah, the over under for that game is like 46 and a half too. You gotta hammer the over there. That's definitely happening.
1: I don't uh, well, think actually, so.
0: Wait, is the game in Minnesota or in uh Chicago?
1: It's at Minnesota. Okay. So okay. I mean it's it's one of those years though where you know home games don't have as big of an effect as they have in the past. So no.
0: it's not like the season's even gonna matter anyway. Like this is literally just like for fun at this point.
1: True. But unless the Bears win the Super Bowl, then it matters, all right.
0: Yeah, we'll see. And <laughs> so, yeah, next game is like Detroit Lions and Tennessee Titans. Uh, that's an obvious. Uh, that's if you're going to parlay for one team, that's it right there. Spreads uh, ten and a half. Oh, take my that! Gosh. Yeah, literally bet your life saving. Like, bet your life savings on this game if you have the chance. This is it's, such a lock. I cannot it's even. Derrick Henry
1: season, baby.
0: Track Torcito will
1: just. Hey, I don't think it. we have the copyright to say that man (laughs) i'm just kidding no but it is derrick henry season s z n he is probably going to rush for a thousand yards this game honestly i think adrian peterson will retire on the sideline just right then and there because he's going to have so many yards rushing i honestly think that in uh the lions are going i think um matthew stafford is doubtful which means chase daniel is starting Never trust a guy with two first names. I think that they are going to blow him out, which makes me sad because my prediction, dark horse prediction for MVP at the beginning of the season was Matthew Stafford. And that one amazing. has – he he deserves one, but this season was not his best. So, wow. unfortunately.
0: He, um, he and Sam Darnold are in a position where, like, they're not – you know, Matt Stafford's obviously, like, really good. He's a, like he's, a he's a league vet. He, Do not
1: compare him to Sam, Sam Darnold. Darnold, please. Well, I'm
0: only saying, like, because they choose to stay with, like, really bad teams. You got to respect it. Sam Darnold literally tweeted, um, like, he's a, he's Jets for life.
1: He's, like, three years into the Jets, though. I know. And that's that – But can't somebody really...
0: – I feel like that's uh, early stages of Stockholm Syndrome.
1: Yeah, so I he feel he's like just no one
0: the Jets. Yeah. No one leaves the Jets unless um like a miracle happens. Like Le'Veon Bell going to the Chiefs, that was him like Mercy killing him.
1: Yeah, and I mean you've seen how effective he's been this season. Not really.
0: Yeah, he hasn't played much. But I mean when you have a running back like Edward Zelaire, like you're not you're not benching him.
1: True. All right. What what's uh what's the next game on the slate? Are Houston are
0: Texans at? and the Indianapolis Colts. That's uh <laughs> that's an easy lot, Colts. Oh, man, dude, I feel so
1: bad for Deshaun.
0: I do, too, but that's – I mean, Bill O'Brien deserved to get fired. He should not have gotten rid of DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Bill O'Brien should have been fired so long ago.
0: Can you fire an interim head coach?
1: I don't know the rulings on that. I don't believe so.
0: He's uh, he's their offensive coordinator currently, too.
1: Yeah, no, I – and I don't think – it really matters at this point. I just think the whole Texans organization wants this year to be over. Um, I mean, I think yeah, the entire it, city of
0: Houston just wants sports to be done with. True,
1: dude. I mean, they have had it pretty rough.
0: Have you and, met? Have you ever met like just a like a Houston fan of any sport that just is happy with life?
1: I genuinely can't say I have. I mean, you know a Houston fan more than I do, so yeah. I think you from experience you can probably tell me that they're do not uh, they not having a good time right now.
0: Yeah, it's not enjoyable. Next game, Baltimore Ravens, Jackson <laughs> Jaguars.
1: <laughs> what do you got in that one?
0: Ravens are hot off a win. Spread is <clears throat> minus 13 and a half. Ravens are favored. Uh, considering Lamar Jackson can make touchdown bombs after he takes one, uh, the <laughs> Jaguars are in big trouble here. They have struggled the entire season and I, obviously they're not making the playoffs at this point. I'm pretty sure yeah. their team is just giving up.
1: Oh, the 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 Jags are totally out of it, but yeah. Minshew is back in, so you never know. Could give a random little spark to their offense. I do think the spread, which is what minus thirteen Ravens. Yeah, I think that's a little much. I don't know. I, I obviously they could do it, but the Ravens are seven and six against the spread this year. They aren't fantastic. I could see this being not a trap game because I don't think they're going to lose, but I could see Jacksonville putting up a little more of a fight after the Ravens just kind of depleted all their efforts against the Browns.
0: Uh, so what you're saying is going to be a similar game to Sunday with the Chiefs and the Dolphins?
1: Possibly, except That's the Dolphins are a prediction. much better team than the Jaguars, so, and the Chiefs are a much better team than the Ravens. So it's kind of a, you know a C-plus game to that one.
0: Okay, that's a good comparison, actually. I don't know what I was talking about. I don't know sports. <laughs> I really do not know them.
1: I know, I know where you're going over there. It's all right.
0: And up next, we got another uh, division game Patriots and the Dolphins. Man, it's just a oh, week of Speaking of, of
1: Dolphins, huh? yeah, it's starting to get down there. What's the spread for that one?
0: The spread is minus two and a half. Dolphins are favored, and I believe that 100%. Dolphins were so oh close. Oh, my gosh, hammer it. Tua, yeah, 2 0 was so close last week. And you know what? He. He outplayed Mahomes in almost every aspect last week. He it was a,
1: that was that was a better game than I think most people thought it was going to be. Oh, absolutely! It, I I don't think it's been long enough for anyone to forget the Patriots Rams from last Thursday. Um, the just Rams just absolutely embarrassed the Patriots on prime time. And as much as I like Cam, I just don't. See this offense doing anything. It's a torturous like team to watch. That's coming from a Bears fan, dude. I know what painful football is. (laughs) And that team is almost unbearable to watch. I am hammering that. I'm gonna guess that spread's gonna go up by the end of the week. But I I know the, the Dolphins offense, I think they had some injuries, but something to keep an eye on. But I still just that defense is pretty good. Xavier Howard leads the league in interceptions. I think he picked off Pat Mahomes once, maybe twice. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who did it twice, uh, yeah. if he did it twice. But that's a. Uh, it's what do you think? The past 20 years, would you have ever heard the words "Dolphins over Patriots" as a lock until right now? Yes, you, you wouldn't have. Yeah,
0: I was the one saying that all the like all those years ago because like division games are so much harder because well, you play them twice a year every year, so you know their true. team inside and out. And, you know, the Dolphins have gotten lucky and have beaten the Patriots. See, that's like the key, though. They've gotten lucky.
1: Years. No one ever bets would bet on the Dolphins the past few years, though.
0: I don't know. I'm you... a fan of the. Well, first of all, <laughs> I would always, always take a team over Tom Brady. All right. That man is not welcome in my life. And he <laughs> lives in my head rent-free, and I want to evict yeah, he him. he does. So, all yeah, right. and I, I will always – like the Dolphins more than I like the Patriots, and I will follow sure. that until the day I die. Same with the Bucks, now, too. I just kind of hate any team he's on. Yeah, I hated him in 1999 when he was like still at
1: Michigan. So You didn't know who he was then? Nope, I wasn't even born.
0: Hated him coming out. All right, up next, we got the uh, San Francisco 49ers and the Cowboys.
1: Oof. What do you think about that one?
0: Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Niners at minus three because – the Cowboys they have no line. They have system running backs and you can't like you, you can't be good without their like O line and everything like that, you know. And then, you know, just Dak getting hurt. This whole season has also just kind of blown up in their face. I'd be shocked if this game even comes close.
1: This is a stinky game. I honestly I do not want to touch this game. I would I would rather watch I would rather watch you shoot 100 free throws than watch this game
0: And that in an would open go gym. Well, yeah.
1: I would With rather watch Carson watching. Wentz play football than <laughs> watch this game. Carson Wentz play football.
0: That's good. That's good. Uh, well, I would go ahead and at least take the under on that game, which is a uh,
1: 45.5. I think that's fair. Nick Mullins at QB, not great. Yeah. Andy Dalton, I, 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 I would be surprised if I watch a minute of that game. But yeah, alas, I probably I probably will.
0: Me too. Football is football. It's. I think I have actually converted to the religion of NFL football every Sunday.
1: There's absolutely, no, there's nothing better. Um, no better so, way to spend ten hours of my day, right?
0: No, no, absolutely. Like I, I do this all the time. Like you just lay down on the bed or on the couch. You become part of the furniture <laughs> because you don't move. <laughs> that's just how it is. You 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 do not get up. Because, you know, football's on. You don't want to miss a second of any game.
1: I'm just listening to Anthony Siciliano's voice for seven hours, you know. just
0: When Tony Romo's talking, I think that's the only time I can get up and go.
1: Oh, did you see the comparison between um, Tony Romo and Taysom Hill? No. Oh, my gosh. I saw it on Twitter. They were uh, comparing, laugh. like, the their first, like, whatever starts – Taysom Hill had like 200 yards more rushing than him, like 300 yards less passing, but they were comparing Tony Romo to Taysom Hill. And I was like, that... See, I'm not the biggest Cowboys fan, not the biggest Tony Romo fan, but that is some serious slander that is just... I felt bad. I was like, poor Tony Romo, man. He does not deserve this.
0: Isn't Taysom Hill not even like a technically quarterback?
1: Dude, he plays any position, but I, it's... It was definitely a little disrespectful, in my opinion.
0: No, absolutely.
1: No offense to Jason Hill, but I
0: guess it's it's all business. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you got to keep telling yourself. Next game is the Seahawks and the Washington football team.
1: Ooh, this one's tricky. Because when I first – you see the Seahawks and you're like, oh, Russell Wilson, whatever. But if you – this – football Washington football team is hot and they're not playing around anymore no they're not they're uh right now they're favored to to win the NFC beast right and I said I I said beast and I mean it now they got some sneaky teams dude I mean we had the Giants just beat the Seahawks two weeks ago
0: yeah the Eagles just beat the Saints
1: yeah and Washington football, football team knocked off the undefeated then undefeated Steelers
0: yeah this has been such just a comeback year for Alex Smith too and I was rooting for him the whole time like anybody's comeback player
1: of the year for sure
0: yeah like anybody that's able to like just overcome that kind of injury (laughs) he's got my respect like hands down there will never be a time where he's like not one of my favorite quarterbacks
1: that's one thing to watch though Alex Smith was he exited the game and I believe he is questionable so if he is out Game okay. I am I am definitely fading the Washington football team but that is a tough game for me.
0: Yeah. I'm still going to I'm going to pick the Seahawks here. -6, they're favored. Um I'm saying I genuinely think they're going to cover this one because Seahawks are definitely the best team in the NFC West right now, hands down. I'll
1: take Seahawks money line.
0: Okay. Up next we got the Bucks and the Falcons. So Bucks are favored obviously. But honestly, with how the Falcons... So both teams are kind of like flip-flopping roles here. Because the Falcons definitely came to play when they played the Raiders a couple weeks ago. And ever since the Bucks oh lost the gosh. Chiefs, they've been just kind of going downhill as well. I'm not really believing a Bucks cover in this scenario here.
1: I'm going to get crazy with this one. And I'm going to start it with a crazy stat. So the 9-4 and four Cleveland Browns currently have a minus 20-point differential this season, meaning that they've been outscored by 20 to their opponents. And on the opposite end of the record spectrum, the 4-9 Atlanta Falcons have a plus 6-point differential. So they've lost some disgusting games, obviously, but they're putting up points. And I think I'm going to take the Falcons to cover. I don't know if they're gonna win outright or not, but
0: I think they'll cover. I don't know.
1: I think I think the Falcons cover. I think Brady and the Bucks are streaky, and I think they're beatable.
0: for sure. I could not agree more with that statement. Falcons are definitely going to cover that one. Uh, so up next, we got the Jets and the Rams. Uh, this one's pretty, <laughs> pretty plain and simple. I think the spread is literally minus seventeen right now.
1: I think that's for fair. the Rams. That is a cruel and evil spread, but I think it's very fair.
0: See, I was like, um, a lot of like whenever the Jets lose, which so every week, um, I always see people, um, I don't know if they're just like Jets stands or whatever, but like they're always rallying under, uh, whatever final score is from like the tweet that the official team page sends out, like just like, the graphic and everything, the final score. They're always like, oh, I had to tell my eight year old daughter who was crying in my arms because, uh, The so so and so the Chiefs wouldn't. I just kept running up the score on uh, on the Jets. (laughs) It was so bad. And like you know what, I couldn't tell they were trolling or not. Probably because you know everybody's got them. But thinking about it, if your team is that bad, you deserve to get ran up on like that from a from an offense. Like
1: at least they have to look forward to having the number one overall pick. That's probably what they're looking forward to at this point now. Yeah.
0: If they don't get Trevor Lawrence next year, I'll be shocked.
1: Oh, I would be very shocked.
0: Um, oh, I mean, unless he doesn't want to go there, but that's a completely different but story. Yeah.
1: I, I honestly believe that the Jets might not score in this game.
0: I could I see that too, honestly, and because uh, I think the they Rams to will that, have
1: their backups in by halftime, honestly.
0: Right? Because uh, if, you know, <clears throat> if they want to bridge that gap, play defense. That's all you got to do. You're in the NFL for a reason. I don't know if it's yeah. just the system or, like, just the play calling or what, but, like, coaches need to be fired after this year.
1: Well, I mean, while they're missing their defensive coach, I think. They are uh, got fired because of that, the Raiders. I think it was – unless it was, like, a skills – defensive skills coach, but I believe their defensive coordinator got fired because of that Raiders game.
0: That's a tough loss to have right in that se- – like, right in the middle of the season, too.
1: Oh, that's brutal. They almost had a win, and yeah. – it, yeah. So yeah, I think we can definitely agree that uh, the Rams are the obvious pick in that one.
0: Right. Um, so the, up next, we got the Eagles and the Cardinals. I kind of want to take the Eagles uh, here. They're plus six point five, but with how they played against New Orleans the other night, I am liking this one. Kyler I mean, Murray's had a great season. Don't get me wrong. Or at least he's, he's improving by a mile. <laughs> but I am I'm I'm liking. I'm liking the Eagles cover here. What do you
1: think? You asked me three weeks ago who to pick in this game. It would have been easy. But now, Jalen Hurts, he looks pretty legit. I mean, he looked good out there. Kyler, he's been a little banged up. He looked a little bit better. I mean, they just routed the Giants. But it's going to be a tough one. I think I would rather go with the over, which is 48-and-a-half. But – I think AZ pulls it out, but the minus six and a half may not happen. No, basketball.
0: not at all. Jalen Hurts, he went to Oklahoma, right?
1: Yes, sir. Two, uh, two Oklahoma guys.
0: You love to see it, honestly. I, I love watching games like that. And, oh, uh, I
1: think it's going to be a shootout, dude. It's just two young gunslinging guys. I mean, not gunslinging, I guess, on Jalen Hurts' part. He could throw, but both can run. I, I guess maybe not gunslinging. Run Is that something? I don't know.
0: You just created it. But yeah, I would I definitely say it. these two are the, like, two of the best scrambling QBs in the league right now, hands down.
1: I agree. Yeah. And I think Jalen Hurts is uh, – he's got that starting job on lock as of right now. So For sure.
0: You can't say always... otherwise. Especially because, yeah, Carson-wise, he's, he's gone. Uh, so, up next, we got the Chiefs and the Saints. Chiefs. Is that I can't the, even worry about some, them anymore. Is that the
1: night game or is that – That's
0: 325. Night game next oh, okay. week is uh, Browns-Giants. Oh, but yeah, Chiefs, I'm going to take a. I would be more comfortable taking a money line on this one because
1: you can it's worry the about
0: them in entire. Uh, the spreads, uh, three.
1: Oh, come on, dude.
0: I know. That's kind of an insult. But the, I mean, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs have been having are really sp- close games lately, though. So I, like, I could see why either of those teams would cover.
1: I don't know. I think they're going to be mad about only beating the Dolphins by seven. I mean, Chiefs are such tryhards, dude. They're going to come out there, they're probably going to run it up. I watching. think that the, the Saints' defense did not look good against no. the, the Eagles. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they just didn't have a game plan in for Hurts. But either way, I do not think this game is going to be decided by only three points.
0: Well, watching the <clears> Chiefs <throat> play just throughout the last two seasons, it's literally watching a cat play with a mouse. Like, yeah, they can, can end their life whenever they want. But they kind of want to just – toy around with them see what's going on because then you can just throw in travis kelsey and tyree kill and you're score, you're running up like oh my god run up the score like it's nothing it's it's incredible to watch i am a chiefs fan i'm a diehard chiefs fan always happen, so no question there but uh i have had anxiety watching every game and then within the last two minutes of the fourth quarter you know they get like a last second touchdown because they are the most procrastinating team in the nfl or at least the most procrastinating <laughs> offense and then you get Daniel Sorensen or Tyron match getting a pick at the like, very last play of the game and ending it. The
1: Literally. Chiefs are like that one guy that's in your class that's like, yeah, dude, didn't even study for this test. It's probably going to go really bad. And then gets a fucking 96 on it or some shit. And you're yeah. just like, all right, dude, I hate you, but respect. You know,
0: Homework brain. That's what it is. It's
1: exactly. 100% homework
0: brain. All uh, right, then up next, we got the Cleveland Browns and the New York <clears throat> Giants. I am liking this game a lot. This is going to be a good one as well.
1: What is it? This is, this is uh, the Cleveland game. minus three and a half. Is yeah. that the spread? Yeah. Damn, that line is kind of ridiculous to me, honestly. I'm I really mean, open. obviously,
0: I think the Browns are going to pull this one out, but that's going to be an incredibly good game to watch.
1: Uh, maybe. I mean, the Giants just got destroyed by the Cardinals. The Browns just played some of the best football, primetime football. I've seen this year
0: so both teams are coming off a loss I definitely would say that's like that's know, true At least and I mean I,
1: I guess the Giants just beat Seattle two weeks ago but I just don't think these offenses are comparable dude
0: oh no no yeah. they're not comparable at all but like I'm just saying like I would like to see the Giants at least try
1: yeah no but I, I think, think Miles Garrett
0: trophy guy in this case
1: yeah I think Miles Garrett comes out shows why he deserves defensive player of the year and maybe sacks Daniel D- or Danny Dimes by like, he probably will sack him, like, eight times.
0: Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> bet any less on that, honestly. And then uh, last but not least, for Monday night, we got the Steelers and the Bengals. Um, yeah. Actually, yeah. you know what? With uh, with how the Steelers <laughs> have been playing lately, I could actually – I could see this one kind of getting close. So, Steelers are favored 12 and a half. Um, but I would ah. like to see the Bengals win.
1: They will not. I would, I, the I would Steelers like are going to get back Steelers. on track. I, know, I think not only am I going to take Steelers' money line, I think they'll cover the spread. I don't think the Bengals, without Joe Burrow, they are just non, just a the non-competitor. Like, they're garbage. They're not good at all. I am taking, not taking the Bengals in any aspect of this game. The Steelers are going to route them and probably gain back some lost momentum.
0: Yeah, I, I hear you, man. I, I, you, you, there's no competition between that. Like, Mike Tomlin has had such a good year as a coach, too. So I'll say this, though. The Steelers have not had that big of a strength of schedule until the last two weeks. Yeah. And, you know, they've been kind of getting, like, you know, bummed with injuries and stuff over the last couple of weeks, too, and that's been affecting them. You know, Big Ben, though, but he's, he's, he's back. He's 100% yeah. back this year.
1: He's, he's looking good. He's, I, uh, still am not the biggest big Ben follower, but he is, uh, kind of stepped up this year compared to some of the past years. He's looking like he's in better straight shape. Wouldn't say he's slim Ben. He's still, he's still on the bigger side, but he, Dude, uh, no. he's
0: looking good though.
1: He is. And you know who I want to see? Yeah.
0: I, I never want to see Andy Reid slim down. I don't want him uh, he, to gain any more weight to the point where it's not like health like unhealthy, but I never want to see him thin.
1: You won't see that. Sorry. <laughs> I was giving <laughs> stuff
0: on social media like over the weekend, like uh, so it was, like whenever um, the camera would cut to him, his mask or whatever was just inflating. It looked like a balloon. And he like,
1: just radi- I think he just radiates like heat all the time. I think I he's he, eating under
0: it. I genuinely
1: think <laughs> he's eating food he's just hiding something under there well he's got like probably like
0: teddy grahams or like steak bites or something just like in there like you know i heard some guy say uh, <clears throat> corn on the cob and rotisserie under there and it was just like a typewriter oh whenever gosh. he was done on one side shoot back over and he'd like just keep eating at it but um yeah like that that i love andy Reid as a coach so much so he's one of
1: the he's one of the nfl's best right now that's for sure
0: I agree. I think he and Bill Belichick are still getting paid the highest. It was like uh 7 million last I checked. I'm sure that's gotten up though, but um, yeah, As I think it that, should be. Yeah. So anyway, up to our next segment here. So
1: hey, right. wait, I was going to run something by you real quick before we get off of the NFL train or off of the okay. NFL train. Yeah. So you saw the NFL partnered up with Nickelodeon for wildcard weekend. I did January. see this tweet. Yes so it looks like they will that nickelodeon will be doing kind of additional graphics for the nfl which looks to only be telecasted through the nfl app but they're doing like you know slime the green slime like in the end zone doing some weird like spongebob graphics what's uh what is your uh thought thoughts on this
0: I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's not ruining the game for me. I think all they're doing here is just trying to get more kids interested in NFL. Um, I mean, at least if I was a kid, you know, I was seeing SpongeBob in the end zone. Hell yeah. I would have <laughs> I would have been, like, working hard to play in the NFL. You would see a completely different Jacob Benson than you see now. But, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it personally. I mean, as long yeah. as it's not going to be too disruptive from the actual broadcast, CBS is still going to be making money from this.
1: Yeah, and it's not the main broadcast, but I guess uh, I got another little question for you. So if there was a NFL draft where you only could choose Nickelodeon characters, who are you? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Who are you drafting for your team? Josh Peck. As QB? Or
0: tight end? I see QB. So are, we talking, gets, are
1: we talking early Drake and Josh, Josh Peck? Because that dude, he's over. Oh, no, I'm talking a, season four. Okay, season four when he right. hits
0: like, you know, the Oprah hitting season, that one. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah. That's a good tie end. I, I would say like for a quarterback that I'd definitely take the next round, Freddie Benson for Mike Harley. That dude's got he's an Freddie arm because he's got to hold the camera on his shoulder the entire time, like they're like filming episodes. That dude's got a cannon.
1: I, I am and choosing for for quarterback, I am going with Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents. Why? Because he can shapeshift into any quarterback he wants.
0: So he just and becomes like another Patrick Mahomes.
1: Patrick Mahomes when it matters. Lamar Jackson in so the that uh, red zone. that plagiarism? No. No, it wouldn't.
0: Even though he's just becoming them as a person?
1: You <laughs> so know? I, I just I outsmarted everyone. So
0: That is against God.
1: All right, then I'm taking a defensive player, and I'm going with the little uh, – what's his face? The little kid from Rugrats, a little crazy guy that was, like, raised by orangutans.
0: Um, That's not Rugrats. That's uh, a Wild Thornberry. Oh, the Wild Wild Thornberry. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You're telling me that, dude. What's his name, Donnie? Donnie Thornberry. Yeah. You're telling me that guy's not chasing down the ball carrier with just absolute rage every single play. Oh, yeah. He's not,
0: he's, that's your free, free safety for sure.
1: He's not letting up until the play is over, until the whistle's blown. Even that, Even after that, he probably was, isn't giving up.
0: Yeah. Who would you put as a running back? Hmm. I want you to think of a live-action one real quick here.
1: Think of a live-action running back?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, the, the guy who works at uh, the uh, movie theater. No, the feet. I'm going with the feeder thug, dude. The feeder <laughs> thug from Drake and Josh. That dude is tough. He's hard to take. He's hard to bring down, dude. Hard to catch.
0: Yeah, and I'm taking. I'm taking crazy Steve as a D end. <laughs> that is the best position that man belongs in. Oh, dude,
1: he's sacked oh. the quarterback a nine out of ten times.
0: I got a wide receiver for you here too. Uh, what's that guy's name? Um, I Carly, He runs like the taco shop. You know who I'm thinking of here
1: steve or is it steve-o or debo no, or no, i don't no. even know tebow. tebow tebow yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: that man's my wide receiver right there nine dude
1: honestly like i think i'm i'm hiring him as a coach that dude he has he's got some he's got experience. some uh, good ideas up there yeah that i think for experience. wide receiver i'm drafting uh ariana grande from victorious
0: she's tiny i'm just That's gonna like, leave it at that like five
1: one yeah, she's sneaky
0: all right well you know what i'm crazy she's just bodying her on the on their 20 yard line you know we can have this conversation again all right all right, right Anywho, let's get to our next segment here so brennan i know the holidays and christmas time is coming upon us so you know we took the liberty oh, to uh go through our top five favorite christmas movies of all time uh so brennan what do you have at number five here
1: all right number five i got a little bit of a cult classic for you we can debate on whether or not it's Christmas. It's not die-hard level debate if it's Christmas, but I am choosing with number five, Gremlins.
0: That's a Christmas movie. I don't know if I've actually ever seen that.
1: Oh, my God, dude. It's it's a classic, dude. Maybe so good. It. Little Mowgli, little cute little uh, – what's his gizmo? Come on. You got to –
0: I'm sorry. I, I just I don't think I've seen it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, well, I got a number five for you that might just top that. All right, Disney's very own the Santa Claus with uh, Lord and Savior.
1: Oh my! Th- we don't say that name on this podcast.
0: Okay, I'll bleep it in post. But uh, yes, yeah, uh, I would say that movie. You're you're just feeling sad for him the whole time. He's uh, like. You know, wife leaves him. Like kid doesn't want to spend Christmas with him. And then you know, i he doesn't get addicted to coke yet. But um, <laughs> he deserves. Really see him. You see his, his life. He's kind of goes downhill after the making of the first Santa Claus movie. Um, I would definitely not recommend watching two and three. That's just a personal preference. But yeah, Disney's the Santa Claus. It makes you feel like a '90s kid, and I just you love every second of it. You really
1: That's do. That's fair. What's
0: That's your fair. number four?
1: Number four, I have a Christmas Carol, but the Muppet rendition, because there is nothing that the Muppets can't make better. I'll tell you that right now.
0: That's the one with uh, Michael Caine, right? I think so. The he's you know the Butler from uh, Dark Knight.
1: Alfred. Is he in? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my he's gosh. He probably is. It's been so long. Right, so you so got Christmas,
0: it. isn't it, mate? Oh, yeah. pissing of my ass. <laughs> did he, did he play
1: Ebenezer Scrooge? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no way. Okay. All right. Well, I guess I, I feel bad that I chose it. I don't remember who's the main character.
0: There's nothing better than listening to just that, like, street alley Cockney accent from England. And then just, oh, it's in geez. a movie. So you're listening to it for, like, an hour and a half but you're entertained the entire time. Absolutely. Uh, Would you like to hear my number four? I would. So I chose the Christmas Chronicles. Have you seen this one? It's on Netflix. I'm not familiar. Okay. So basically the premise is uh, Santa Claus doing a Kurt Russell impression the entire time. (laughs) Um, So Kurt Russell plays Santa and the entire time, like you, you don't see Santa. You only see Kurt Russell. Like I can imagine him as like a mall Santa um you know the kid's like on his lap he's like oh i bet cigarettes. you wanted uh the government to stop taxing you for christmas and your family and no more new taxes and the kid's just like no dude i wanted a bird scooter and he's like this is what's wrong with our damn country and then like yeah <laughs> and then yeah, he and just I, gives
1: them a flamethrower that's from the thing and yeah or just says uh, i'm kurt russell
0: or just a gun with the uh the serial number scraped off and then so basically <laughs> but i will say so um it's like two kids, you know, their dad's like passed away, and uh, they're like brother and sister. There's a pretty big age gap. The girl is so hard to listen to. So it's, it's she's like 10 years old, and they, they're from Boston. So already imagine that. Yeah, huh? So it starts off already pretty rough, and they hate each other, obviously, sibling rivalry, whatever. And then, you know, uh, they make a plan to like expose Santa. Like they put like a camera there, like, um, He's like coming down like the chimney and stuff. And, um, she's like the only one in the family that like truly believes. And this chick runs out of the house after she sees him in there, gets on his sleigh. And she's like, Oh no, I'm not going. I'm like, I was watching this about to throw the remote at the TV. I was pissed the entire time. And they're just bothering Santa. Like the dude's just trying to deliver presents and they're ruining his night. Like they get in there. He crashes in Chicago, actually your hometown and um their first thing they walk into a bar so imagine you're in this bar in chicago and you see an old guy in a santa claus outfit with two kids and he's asking to borrow someone's car could you imagine <laughs> so like and then nobody believes him and he gets like this one chick's like present right first and then um but like everyone ha- like hates the idea that he's there they just think he's some homeless guy and he's like you know he's trying to take one of their cars But my favorite part of the whole movie is when he goes to this table of a Chinese family and he speaks fluent, perfect Mandarin. And, uh, like, just a previous Santa Claus, and the guy, like, the dad of the family, goes, Hey, I speak English, asshole. I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that's a Kurt Russell thing to do, obviously, to speak Chinese in front of an American family that is from Chinese origins. But, like, I, the movie, Was tough to watch, but I was still keeping a number four. All right, do not even watch the second one. I'll just say that now. I'm doing you a favor,
1: you know. I probably wasn't planning on watching that.
0: Okay, what was your number three? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: number three, I got a classic with It's a Wonderful Life,
0: Wonderful Absolute Classic. That's the black and white one, right?
1: Yeah, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings
0: i'm gonna kill myself see
1: yeah exactly you know what i'm talking I about love
0: those old-timey voices too uh, especially like in broadcast like it's the funniest thing ever but um so like why'd you uh why'd you pick that one though like what do you i've actually such i a, haven't seen it
1: such I've a feel-good it. movie it's just a classic dude it's like a little mixture of you know back to the future except he actually just wasn't alive wasn't a human and, you know, everyone gets their happy ending at the very end. and That
0: brings just... joy to my heart.
1: Exactly, dude. It's a nice little Christmas flick.
0: I would say my number three is Home Alone. The oh, first very one. Good. Very and good. And before we start, I actually just saw on social media, uh, so people were wondering how Mr. McAllister, Kevin's dad, can afford that big-ass house in Chicago and afford to take 13 people on first-class flights to France during the holidays. And then I remembered he's in The Sopranos. <laughs> he he really? With, yeah, he works with Tony Soprano and like, uh, Waste Management. That explains so it. Like, that's exactly how he got it. And then, like, the two burglars are, uh, I think they're just they're mobsters. They're just going to check on the house and be like, oh, yeah, it's a real nice house you got here. Be, uh, <laughs> be ashamed something happened to it.
1: Yeah, we uh
0: kept the receipts. We got the receipts. I, Be ashamed, something happened to it. Stay well. I think
1: Mr. McAllister just, I think he owned the Portillo's chain. Actually, I think he's Dick Portillo. What's um, <laughs> I think uh, I think he's rich. You know beef what? And shed.
0: That's um, that's one of the best takes I've heard about that movie, but yeah, that that one's always a classic. I usually cry. At least once watching it. I'm a pretty emotional guy when it comes to that. So like you know, I have no problem expressing it. You know, it's a great right. movie. It but is. Like, what was your number uh, what was your number two?
1: All right, number two is Elf because it's That was my I think I think we yeah, I was gonna say there's no way that Elf is in any is not in anybody's top five. It's just an absolute. It's. I don't think anybody knew when it first came out that it was going to be as big of a Christmas hit as it is today. But can't can't go Christmas season without watching it at least once.
0: I have a hard time not laughing whenever I see John Favreau um, on camera in that movie.
1: Well, who do you play, the Doctor? Yeah, he's Good a doctor.
0: Yeah, God. I'm
1: pretty sure he it's directed so the movie
0: too. But yeah, no, he's he's great. I love that James Caan from The Godfather's in that movie.
1: James Conn is so funny in that movie, dude. He's just that stoic like expression the entire time. Just like, uh, it's weird. You know?
0: Well, my favorite aspect is he's got like a 12 or 13 year old son, and he's James Conn's easily in his like late 50s or sixties by the time that movie came out. I was, like <laughs> so, what, 2003? Yeah. I get that uh, you know, sometimes actors have to like play younger people to get roles, but like that was unrealistic.
1: Absolutely, I, well,
0: I mean, at least like Mary Steamer, you know, she's she's around there. I think that that could have been believable. But oh my God, James Cohn, no way. I don't believe. Hey, it. I think
1: she. I think she's one of those sneaky uh, older women that if you looked it up right now, you'd be like, damn, she's that old.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I will just go ahead and replace my number two, um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special.
1: That's a good one too. Or is that the one with the flimsy ash tree?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I actually, yeah. Uh, I just went to uh, TJ Maxx with my girlfriend a few weeks ago, and I got, like, an $8 canvas of uh, Snoopy just chilling on top of the house with, like, Christmas lights around it, and yes. I it's my treasured item right now, but that movie taught me how to like jazz and be uh, <laughs> tolerant of it and hearing it in public, and I've since added some of the soundtracks, my, uh, my Brim Miss Spotify playlist, so... You like jazz, yeah, like, I like that. Jazz. That movie is fantastic. It's, it's that's one of the most heartwarming ones I've ever seen. You don't need a tree to be happy, you no.
1: Know? Yeah, very true. What was your number one? All right, dude. I apologize ahead of time if we have the same number ones, but I feel like this one is the only acceptable answer that we can co uh co like say that it's our favorite because I have to say Christmas Vacation.
0: Yeah, how'd you get out of my head? That's actually, I was looking at that right now. Oh, yeah, that's that's that was my number one, t- Like, yeah, okay, well, let's just talk about it together then because that was my number one.
1: I mean, you can't really get much. It's Chicago Christmas time, even though uh, half the scenes probably aren't filmed in Chicago no, more no, than I half. Just,
0: that is probably the most quoted movie, it's like making its way back into pop culture. So, I didn't even see it for the first time until I was like a senior in high school, and I hear that movie all the time around this like time of the year. You like my my roommates, my dad like I I think when my dad and my uncle when they see each other in person like the only time of the year it's like around Christmas. They yeah. speak to each other in their own language that is national lampoon movies and that <laughs> one is just the Christmas dialect.
1: Dude, I think that's the same way with with most of my uh my relatives as well. It's such a such a quotable flick.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 fantastic, but yeah god i gotta watch that movie again i just i wish you could find that on like streaming apps or something like that but i guess i not. mean
1: it's on cable probably 24 7 in the winter time
0: oh god you know what um christmas story that one we're not talking about and here's why well i'll talk about this i don't think that movie is literally brainwashed and i'll tell you why TBS overrated. plays it 24 hours on Christmas. They are trying to infuse it into your head. They're like, I don't know if something's like taking over or what, but like when they play that movie, you know, every single line, like after watching it like three times, I don't know how people do it. I don't know what the point of them playing that movie is, but I just, I can't stand it. It, it has ruined so many holidays for me. I'm sorry. I just, nah, rant's it's over. overrated. It's over, but um, you know what? Have you ever seen uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights? I have not. I haven't either, but I want to see it, and I'll tell you why. I want people, or I want it to come up naturally in conversation. They'd be like, hey, have you seen uh, Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights? And I could literally just raise my head up slowly and be like, yeah, I've seen it. And then we just yeah. explain it to each other, and then we become buds. and you know, we, I know, don't think, gonna,
1: think that situation call each other would ever like, come up. Yeah. That conversation will never occur
0: ever. I'm just saying it's a fantastic networking opportunity. All right. Well, that's our show. Thank you for uh, stopping by, Brennan. I believe that we will see these people next Tuesday. I hope so. Thank you again, Brennan. It was lovely talking to you.
1: Thank you to all out
0: there who are listening to this. That is our show. Love you guys. See ya.